As you've seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That's another reason why Agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your St. Francis Borgia post-game recap podcast. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're now joined by the coach of the Knights, coming off a tough loss last night, 45-10, to 10, Lutheran North, beating them in a away game for the Knights. Coach, what were some thoughts you had in the game last night? You know, well, number one, Luther North, there's a reason that they are number one in the state. They are talented. I mean, they have size. They have speed. Um, uh, they can play press coverage on if you think you've got a good receiver, which we do. We've got, we've got four of them that are great, but you, uh, you, you just can't get off of them. I mean, they're able to, if we want trips to one side, they're able to put man on top of you and they can put the rest of the people in the box. Don't worry about it because that, that's what they do. But, you know, the, the, the score in the second quarter, we scored, and the score is 16 to 10. And, all right, you know what? All of a sudden, we stop them. We block a field goal. We drive it right down the field. We have the ball on the, I guess, the, I don't know, six-yard line. And God dug it. We think, all right, we score here. We could go in 17, 16 and a half. And they're, they're actually, you could hear mumbling on the sideline over there. They, they haven't been 16 to 10 in the second quarter. They're not used to that. So I'll be daggone. We turn it over. We fumble the daggone thing. Instead of having a chance to go up 17, 16 with about 240 to go in the half, we weren't. We fumbled it. Well, okay. We get we stopped him twice, and now I think, all right. I told my defensive coordinator, I said, Coach, I'm going to call a timeout right here if we get fourth down. And, you know, because they were back on the, I don't know, I guess at that time it was the 10-yard line. God dog it, they, they throw a long pass. They get it out to the 50. I said, okay, forget the timeout. Well, the next play, they run it down to the 20, and I'll be dead gone. They throw a pass right down the field, score. So instead of being, as you know, a 17-16 lead for us. Now it's 25-10. to 10. All right. Then you, you go in at halftime. Wow. You're, you know, okay. You got to get your kids back up. They're getting, they're getting beat. They're getting tired. And all right. Okay. Amen. Let's make these changes. Well, three and out, they score again. And we're still battling there. And now it's 30 and all of a sudden, okay. And, you know, you got to tip your hat. And there's a difference in this, in our team and the number one team in the state, we're a good team. But to be a great team, a great team can overcome mistakes because they fumbled and they had a and then, uh, they had a field goal block. We blocked it. Okay, great teams can overcome those things. Great teams can overcome a fumble. Great teams can overcome maybe a blocking assignment. A good team, an average team, and I don't think well, we're we're a little above average. Okay, we're in the district final. That's great, but. You just can't make a mistake and overcome it. And we just don't have that athletic ability to do that. And that's the difference between a state champion and a team that might lose in a, in a district championship. We were talking last week about some of the players that Luther North had. They had like four, uh, I think you said they were D1 athletes. You had a couple guys, there, a defensive lineman who was going to Mizzou. How much trouble were those guys giving you last night? Because, of course, it had to be a, a tall oh. task to try and slow any of them down. Oh, my goodness. I, I wish you could have seen I think Cooper – is his name, uh, and believe me, when he's when we walked on the field, and oh dear, he's big, and I'd say he's about six five, um, maybe two thirty five, two forty. Now, is he is he SEC strong yet? No, 
But is he unbelievably talented with speed? Yes. You, he, he's a high school player. Cause you can see sometimes where he's on the far side of the field and okay. He did okay. But when he wants to turn the Jets on, oh my gracious to be. He, uh, he, one time we threw a screen that kind of out of the flat. Well, he's 6'5". He tips it. He almost tips it. Well, it gets, he does tip it, but we, we actually catch the ball. He turns around, changes direction, and, and catches us for a one-yard one gain. Oh, my. Yeah. So then he's on the edge. He's got speed and talent that just, okay, I can see why he's SEC. I can see why he's going to Missouri, and good for them. Um, but they've got, they got three other defensive backs. They're going to Division I schools. Yeah, they've, they've got speed, but and they're they're just they're they're quick and they've got talent everywhere. The quarterback is talented, and you know I talked to Coach Reed after the game, and he's he came up to me before the game. He said, "Hey, Coach, you know a lot of people don't like me." And I said, Coach Reed, you know what? He, I, he's he, to me he's a class gentleman. He was very nice, and you know he could have thrown the ball late in the game, but you know what? He really didn't have to because he's got so much speed, but he's got talent everywhere. Everywhere now, how does he get them? I don't know, but I tell you what, they're very well coached. Uh, one thing, if you ever get a chance to watch Luther North's team, they run they run a swinging gate uh, down the goal line for extra points. Holy cow! They've got they've got five different series of plays that they run off of that. They can run out in the middle of the field. So, um, you know what? Their kids are very polite. They work hard. Uh, I got a lot of respect for what they do. And the neat thing was I talked to him about Coach Drinkwitz from Missouri. And he said, Coach, this guy down there in Missouri, the Drinkwitz, he is here every day. He talks to my kids. Well, that's why Missouri is going to be such a good program. They're getting athletes from Luther North and everywhere else around St. Louis. But uh, you know what? They're a good football team. You wish them the best. Shake their hand and, and you go on and try to get better next year. Walk me through the uh, the swinging gate a little bit. I know we talked about it earlier in the year. I'm trying to remember how that, that setup is and the plays you're able to run from that. I know there's a couple of teams who like running that play. Well, you know what? And, uh, here, and everybody, I guess, runs a little bit differently. They'll come out and they'll, to the left, the ball's placed there kind of on the, on the right hash a little bit. Maybe not. Maybe in the middle field. Well, they've got five linemen over on the left side, and they'll put it back behind them, facing them. Well, then over here on the right side, you may have another one in the middle. You'll have a <clears throat> kind of a kind of a um, run, a leather lineman over the football. You can you have to watch him because how he's going to grab the ball. If he grabs it to the side, he's going to throw it to the left. If he's going to go to the back, if he takes right over top, he's going to just snap it directly behind him. But they they throw out of that that formation, or they're going to run an option to the right, or they're going to option the left. They they have five different plays. But it, so you it, got a lot of things tough. to cover. Oh my gosh! And we worked on it. They were, you know, what last night, Thursday night, we spent forty five minutes on it. But and they still scored three times on it. So okay, we didn't stop them one time. Thank God they did kick it twice. So, um, but you know what? That's just another weapon that they use anywhere on the field. So, you know, it just, you know, as a coach, it just takes time to defend it. Because, you know, you could tell your kids, hey, they could run the option to the right. They could run it up the middle. They could throw it up the middle. Or they could swing it to the left or run over there. And that was four different things they did last night. So, 
Um, they're a well-coached team. they got athletes. They do it well. Now, you won one districts game. You won it last week. And then you come into this week and you go up against Lutheran North. You said they're the number one team in the state. It seems like kind of a big swing from last week when you played Priory and now when you played uh, Lutheran North. Is it normal to go from such a big jump just after winning one playoff game to face a team as good as Lutheran North? Yes, because, you know, we, this was our third playoff game. The first first one was, was – uh, Oh, yeah, you had Winfield. Winfield, Winfield yeah. yeah. We had Winfield. And you know what? And, and, and we had Winfield because we were a number two seed, and Winfield was a number seven. So, okay, we had that position there. Now, then you go to that next round, and you know it's going to be a little tougher because you're going to probably play the number three seed. After that, you win again, you get the number one seed. So, you know it's going to get tough. And, you know, that's what's the wonderful thing. It's just like basketball. Every game you win, it's going to be a little tougher. And, you know, it's just like Luther North game. Um, next week, they're going to take on Blair Oaks, who won the state championship last year. Luther North won the state championship last year, only in a different class. So you get two state champions going. That's what happens. When you go on, you play better teams. So, and it, it's a challenge, but gosh, next week it gets really – I mean, district championship is great. We've been there, I don't know, the last four out of five years, we were in the district championship game. Now, I haven't won them, but God, don't get you there. Dang, gone, that's great. Next week, you're in the quarterfinals. You're in the final eight in the state. Is there anything better? Um, yeah, to get to the final four. <laughs> and so, you know, that gets better. But still, to think and to talk that other schools respect your program, and last night, that was the classiest thing from Luther North. When they their their PA announcer guys and he goes, uh, "Hey, men, we, folks, we're playing. This is St. Francis Borgia from Mount Washington. They are in the district title again this year. They they were there last year. They're a well coached team and their kids play hard. Well, what more can a coach ask for to be recognized by other people in the St. Louis area? And you know, we're from the country." And a lot of people think, hey, they're out there. They don't play football. God, dog, we take pride in what we do to be recognized like that. It makes you feel pretty doggone proud to be a part of that program. You guys had a pretty good season overall, talking about a program to be proud of. I mean, you had some ups and downs, but it was just obviously a crazy time. What was your overall takeaway from the season, and what did you say to the team last night once the season ended? To overcome the obstacles that were put in front of them, not not – that they brought him on themselves, this COVID thing, to lose your quarterback the day of a game, the day of the homecoming game, and have to go out on the field after the parade during school, because we had the parade like at 1 o'clock, to come back up on the field, to have a backup tight end going to play quarterback for you, to overcome that, and to see your quarterback standing and being quarantined and crying that he can't be there. And the kids responded. Then when you come back to school the next week on Thursday, the rumors are there and that we've got more quarantine things coming down. The kids, they're nervous. They're in tears. And all of a sudden, boom, the administration comes in. We lose 12 more. Okay, we're still going to play. The kids are upset. And then on Friday morning, we lose one more. We lose the backup center. We're doing a freshman, and you have to, to cancel a game. But they come to practice on Monday with 20 kids, not everybody there. Then on Tuesday, you get one more back. Wednesday, we get another one back. They still battled. 
and you go into that game that following week and you win. That just says something about the kids because it's not necessarily blocking and tackling, but you got to overcome the COVID, and they did it. So to go seven and four, yeah, we'd love to keep going. Yes, I'd love to be in the quarterfinals again this year, one more time, but it wasn't meant to be. But if this is the toughest thing because, you know, um, there's so many obstacles that these young men, these 20 seniors are going to have to overcome. And if this is the worst thing they lost, by golly, um, and, it's, and, and, and we've, had, we've had friends that have passed away with this disease and all that. But God dog it, there's so many negative things that happened that the kids battled through. They can hold their how high, and they can. I mean, the tears last night were tough, but they were, I was proud of them and, and a lot of hugs and a lot of tears. But they walked out last night, and when we go home, we have a country western song <laughs> that we sing. And last night was the last thing we did when they got off the bus. And I don't know what it is. It's one game I can I can rattle with the best of them and sing with the best of them. But that's what they did. <laughs> so that's the memory they can hold on to. But by God, it was a great memory. And looking forward to doing it again next year. Well, Coach, it was a great season. I appreciate the time all year. I hope we're able to do it again next year. Thanks for the time. And thanks for letting me talk to you all, all season. You did a great job. You know what? I'm, I'm, it's been a pleasure of mine. And I, as I told you beforehand, I got dug at 34 years. I've been talking to, lucky enough to talk to different radio people. And I just, it's this one that you called out of nowhere. And I respect that. And I was tickled to do it by golly. And, you know, next year, 35, probably be my last one. We'll do it one more time, God willing. And hey, we lost a bunch, but I appreciate you calling and look forward to chatting with you again. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you. When you need insurance, think of Agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your St. Francis Borgia post-game recap podcast.